This episode is brought to you by the YouTube channel Comic Pop. If you enjoy this show, subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop for even more deep dives into your favorite comics. Hello everybody and welcome to Off the Rack, I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. This is a show where we take comics in the past week, recap them, review them, let you know what we thought about them, and then give you recommendations of books that come out this week we think you should pick up. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, today, this episode is sponsored by viewers like you. If you are watching the show live, guess what? You're a uh, unwilling sponsor. You didn't really know it yet. But all you got to do to do uh, participate is uh, use Super Chats, make a question or comment, and then we'll weave it in organically into the program. And the money goes into the infrastructure that is Comic Pop. And it is well appreciated. We do really, really appreciate it. And hey, if you want to contribute even further to Comic Pop, go to patreon.com slash comic pop, where you can get early access to videos, weekly updates, and uh, that's kind of it. But hey, listen, that's not bad. I mean, it's a YouTube channel. What do you want from me? I'm making everything by myself. So if you want to help us out, you can join us over there. Hey, by the way, there's two videos available right now that you can watch before anybody else. Cool. Uh, there's a GBU, uh, our 50th episode. Uh, oh. If you're not familiar with that, that's the good, the bad, and the ugly, where it's basically best of the worst over at uh, Red Letter Media, but over here at Comic-Pop. Um, I, like, forgot we did that episode. Yeah, it's a really fun episode. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Uh, it'll come out later in the week, probably Thursday, Friday, that kind of thing. Um, and also an early access Elseworlds Exchange, which I recorded with uh, Newsarama editor Chris Arendt. We talked about comic book journalism and uh, future ideas um, actually, if you follow him on Twitter, you might have seen he actually took a bunch of those ideas and then, like, tossed them out onto Twitter. So, uh, you know, that's where it came from. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, so, Ooh. yeah, that's it. Uh, here's an example, by the way, of how people are using their Super Chats. Um, it went away, but I have seen it, so I'll pull that up in a minute. So, we'll just move on. You want, you want to just go in? How did you read this week? Well, you uh, read a lot. I read three. These are okay. all recommendations. Oh, Okay. I also I read four plus oh. plus my fact. Well, let's get it. Let's get into some indie books because uh, we'll just jump right into. I have it right here because we're, you have it right there. We're not going to talk. I, I, some of these indie books, like something is killing the children, like something is killing the children. Oh, um, number eight. I'm gonna kind of not tell you what goes on them anymore because this book is predicated on this like super cool mystery that's going on. Yeah, I'm going to tell you though. This book is consistent AF. Like it is consistently great. It is the art is consistently like on point and matches perfectly with the um with the, the with the story and the tone and, and just all of that. Sure. And like even as we're going down the rabbit hole, we're going down in such a way where you don't feel like it's like do you ever like have a book where like they're just throwing crap at you and like it's cool, but like sometimes it's just overwhelming. Yeah, absolutely. Like this is paced so well that it's like I'm like, at the end of this, I was like, and I'm ready for the next one. Right. And not That's like nice. I didn't get enough. Like, there wasn't no. enough in here. It's just like, I would really like to have more. Yeah, yeah. It just, <laughs> like, it, this, it worked. Yes, this was the appropriate length of a, of a floppy, but I'm like, damn, if I didn't have number nine, I would I would just, I would like to have it. Just, just give me it. Um, <laughs> it. It's just, I love this book so much. It's a treat to read. I love, like, pretty much just everything about it. Like, yeah. it's just so good. And like... They deal, it's amazing because they're dealing, of course, with, like, this, like, fantastical element and, like, you know, these, like, almost, like, cryptid kind of, it depends on where, like, some people are like, aliens, it's monsters, it's this, it's whatever, right? Yeah. But, like, there's this fantastic element, right? But it also deals a lot with, like, human emotions because it's, like, if you were reading the first volume Six? or, yeah. like, the first series or part of it, like, a whole bunch of kids died in a small town, basically, and now they're dealing with that. Right. Oh, wow, they don't just leave them there. No, no, on. like, the cops have to deal with this, and the mess, and, like, the, not only, like, emotional and mental mess, but the actual physical mess of oh, them uh, being consumed. Yeah, by, someone's by cleaning the, the children. <laughs> 
but like also trying to match them up and like how they're going to handle this. And it is, it, it's really great because it's like it helps to anchor the story in the real world without making it too overwhelming or like hand fisted. You know what I mean? I it's do. It's very much. It's just well balanced. So That's great. Like, high recommend. Still love this book. Something is killing the children. Number eight. It's out now. Yeah, Boom Studios. Boom Studios. They're Coming uh, out of, like, nowhere with, like... For me, nowhere. I know a lot of people liked some of their other properties. I think they do Power Rangers. Yeah. Um, and a couple of other, like, books. That, and like, But for me, that was just not something I was super interested in. And then this and Once in Future came out from them. And I'm just, like... I always have an eye on some, like, of what they're coming out. They actually, yes. like... Um, oh, do they have some They teased some a, uh, a, a book called Alienated. Which really yes. has something to do with an alien um, coming out in, in February um, by Spurrier, by Simon Spurrier. So oh, like, I'm going to have to check that out, too. He so. wrote uh, the Sandman Universe stuff. And uh, Hellblazer. Hellblazer, which is uh, just loving growing it. Growing on you, yes. Yeah. Not growing. Hellblazer, I love. Well, yeah. I'm in. Well, the first, there's the first, two series. The first, like, the first, like, um, not even two series. It's just, like, there was like, one intro issue that. That's it. Was like, what the hell is happening? And then mm-hmm. there was another number one. Yes, because they have different, slightly different titles. Anyway, they killed Vertigo between those. They did. All right, Vertigo. Uh, in our super chats, Brian Rollins said, uh, "Off the rack and comics are back. Keep up all the great work. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. Um, yeah, comics are back. You were mentioning how uh, you know there was like some staggering. Yeah, Marvel originally as part of their plan was like doing a staggering where it was like one week you'd get new floppies essentially new single issues and the next week it would be just all trades yes. and now i think we're like into we're july back. well in july their plan was to just be back to like every week we're gonna have floppies but, yes you know i'm sure things are ever changing for them but like right now it seems like hey i'll like let's do my head yeah uh, Dan V900 says, I know it was last week, but I would strongly recommend Hawkeye Freefall. Matthew Rosenberg has a great handle on Clint with great Otto Schmidt art. Otto Schmidt's a great artist. Uh, I am hit or miss with Matt Kint. Oh, no, it's Matthew Rosenberg. I'm sorry. Uh, that's great. Yeah, no, Rosenberg's better. Yeah. And uh, I heard good things about Freefall, so take that as you will. I haven't read it yet, though. There you go. Um, so, yeah, uh, there's a lot going on at Marvel. It's all Empire-related. It's all connected to this massive event. That that's, pro- that's what you think, because every Marvel book I read this week, which yeah. it's pretty much just all Marvel for me this week, had nothing to do with Empire. Acted no. like it's not even happening. Yes. Uh, yeah, same deal. If you're reading mm-hmm. Iron Man, you might be like, what the hell? How, what about Arno? No one cares. Nobody. Okay. Except for Slot. Okay. Um, that said... You know, this is the big summer blockbuster that'll end in November or whatever. Okay. Uh, it's Empire, Kree Scroll War has ended. They're unified. We reviewed uh, Empire Avengers Empire Number Zero last week or the week before. Yeah, two weeks ago. Uh, this past week. I should have read this then. Close well, it. It's just. If you recall at the end of the last of issue, yeah. uh, you know, the Avengers have chosen the tree people side and, uh, you know. And we see the Fantastic Four are there and it's like, how could you possibly side with them? Does this give you the, how could you possibly side with them? It shows you, it catches you up to speed. What are the Fantastic Four doing? What was the whole deal? Right. Where's uh, Franklin? Right. He's with the Fantastic Four. Right. Uh, Franklin is a, a, an annoying subplot in which like, yes, he's a nigh-omnipotent being. Yes, he can do anything, but... Uh, as a result of his experience in like Hickman, uh, now he his power is waning. That every right. time he uses, it's like friggin' Bastion in Neverending Story two, where he uses a little bit of his power and he loses a little bit of his power. Every time I use it, I lose it. Every, you know, make a wish, I lose a memory, that kind of thing. It's bullshit. Uh, but uh, you know, I'm sure they'll fix it or something. There's a Fantastic Four X Men event which capitalizes on that 
in a big bad way. That's by Zdarsky. Right. Uh, I haven't it, seen a new issue of that in a long time. Right, but like, if like when wait when are these things? Never mind. When is I'm this not, happening? I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to ask when it's happening well, because nobody cares. No, uh, certainly not Marvel. They were talking about how uh, they they dared to say the Marvel universe will never be the same after this event. F you. Uh, just don't say that anymore. <laughs> F you. F you. Because of the FF. Yeah. Uh, but just don't do that. Uh, also, there's a big null event coming in. Well, it's like, the... wait, like, guys, come on. Like, I know, like, the real world doesn't really affect what's going on in your comics constantly, even though you're the, supposed to be the world outside your window. But, like, people are literally coming off of a, like, or we're still in the midst of a big event in our, in own, our lives, own lives. And it's like, hey, I, you know, Marvel just kind of got settled and they yeah. got Krakoa. And, like, Krakoa's kind of like the new norm. But, hey, let's completely upset the apple cart. Yeah, but it's in space, mostly. So let's worry about that. Like, so you, you, we can have Krakoa happen here. But space, though. But maybe you don't care about X-Men. You probably don't. I mean, there's a lot of people out there who are like, They're I done. don't care, I'm done, I'm yeah. out. No, I get Call it. me when when the big event happens. Then I'll pretend like I read it the whole time. Um, <laughs> Fantastic Four Empire number zero is by Dan Slott with art by R.B. Silva and Sean... God, Isaacs. And uh, it's it's really cool. It's just a fun little Fantastic Four story. Right. Just, I'm not even going to mince words. Yeah, it's cool. I just genuinely, well, it's R.B. Silva. Just, and, just, you know. Yeah, it just looks cool. But uh, it's great. Uh, Dan Slott invents a new character named the Profiteer. It's an elder of the universe related to the Grandmaster, Herpaderp. Um, there's a super awesome, amazing, huge casino in space, run by the profiteer, used to be owned by the Grandmaster, in which uh, she has these two, like a Cree child and a Skrull child. And like, she makes, and they're like, they, it's like they were grown, I don't, we're going to get more information about them later, but like, basically they're imbued with the memories and experiences of like, everything the Cree and the Skrull have ever been through. So they can reenact the, Kree Scroll War, every single battle in the Kree Scroll War, which has raged on for millennia. So, like, hey, pick a day, pick a time. This is the battle that took place during that Kree Scroll War, and it's going to be fought by these two avatars of each other's respective races. Place your bets? Yes. And of course, that's, you know, it's. But, big... like, if you know history, that's not, you can't bet to that. Well, yeah, but, like, it, it, we, we give you the circumstances of the battle, but it could change. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this is like when you go to when you did go to the movies. They don't, she's not making the money off of the event. It's the concessions, right? That's where she's profiteering. Yeah. I mean that would be the only that, that's where the profits really come. From. <laughs> but yeah, no, the uh, you know so we see these kids fight and you feel a little bad because right. you know and then of course and they get the shit kicked out of them. And they almost die. She puts them in pods, makes them like get regrown, and then puts them right back into the shit of it. So you feel really bad for these kids, right? Uh, meanwhile, the Fantastic Four have run out of gas. They need a tow. They you know the 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 intergalactic economic system has collapsed. Uh, unbeknownst to them because of the Kree Scroll War falling apart. Uh -huh. um, so it's now in a barter system, so they basically <laughs> promise, like, whatever, who cares? The point is they end up at the casino. Right, but and, uh, they, they, they get there via Cthulhu. Yeah, or, like, well... Cthulhu's, like, uncle. It's more like uh, Davy Jones from kind of does look like Davy Pirates 2. Uh, but yeah, they, well, they are pirates, so it would <sighs> make sense. 
Yo-ho. So they go to this casino and like Franklin and Valeria are there and like, you know, Sue and Reed are like, stay here. And then they go and they're like, they trade their busted ship that they need fuel for. And that's why they're here uh, for chips. So because Valeria's like, I'm the smartest person in the universe. I'll figure it out. Like, I'll figure out how to like, and they even. They're going to uh, rain man this? Yes. They even made a joke about how they are. Um, God, I don't remember what the what the race was they made up. Um, I don't even think it's made up. I think it's like, uh, yeah, the Valerians. They say that they're Valerian, and so they're not underage, and they can go in because they're actually really old. She's like, I can't believe that worked. So they lose money. It, the, the whole thing is just a cute Fantastic Four story. What's okay. going on? Reed is like, what is this? And what's the deal with the children? This is horseshit. Uh, Johnny and uh, Ben, like, they, like, the idea was that like Ben will fight in the arena, and he'll win, and they'll get money from it. Um, and Johnny's like, I'll be his manager. Um, any port in a storm, we'll just we'll, we just we make lemonade out of life. So uh, Johnny and Ben they go into the arena and they find out about the kids. They feel really bad. Reed meets you know the profiteer. He doesn't like what what she's selling. Um, he he challenges her. Meanwhile, Sue is like, what the hell's going on with the kids? Because she sees on the monitors that the kids are like screwed and out of money. The kids are like trying to gamble and they fail. So Sue meets up with the kids, invisible, and then rigs the games so that they will win. Not in a like, I'm gonna help my kids cheat and teach them that that's the value. More like, we need to get out of here. Right. So I'm going to punish the shit out of you when we get home. But right now, I like you've created the situation that I need to help you in. And so what they wind up doing is like, you know, Reed deals with the profiteer. Uh, ben and Johnny, like, fight the kids. They try to save them. They throw... And then, of course, Johnny and Ben and the Fantastic Four and the Inhumans were involved in the Kree-Skrull War as well. So, like, they basically pick a battle in which there are no losers. Like, it, 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 so, they, so there can be a draw. Right. And uh, so when there is a draw, it causes, like, disruption, and then it gives them an opportunity to, like, catch their breath. Meanwhile, you know, the Profiteer and, and, and Reed fight, um, and essentially they, they basically say that Valeria and Franklin win the whole house. Like, they own the casino based on how many times they win because of Sue's interference and cheating. And there's like, no way that the, the you know there's I like know. supposedly I, I've never I've actually never been to a casino, um but like there's like people there would be like yeah, I think no, you need people. to leave the table now. yeah there's people for that you have to leave <laughs> you, you've got, you have to stop you have yes. to go to someplace else I mean this is a disreputable place where they're like where there's child murder so I guess like why would they have security but they do because the house always wins that's right well they already did establish there is a security force but like you know Slot wants to tell this cute story about sure fine you know that's whimsical and whatnot. Yeah. So uh, they basically like trade their ship uh-huh. and the lives of those two kids for Profiteer to get her casino back. Oh, so okay. she gives it to him. She's like, oh, I'm going to get you for this. And so they leave and they've got these two kids and then they arrive in the midst of the big space ar- like armada that the Avengers see. So the right. Fantastic Four are not actually picking a side at all they just happened to be there oh. in a convenient scene that in the avengers books makes you think the avengers are gonna fight the fantastic four gotcha all right cool so you're like oh and that because it was fun and cool and like quintessentially fantastic fourian uh i'll forgive the bait and switch of the end of the avengers book okay um uh, 
cute stuff, really good art, lots of fun. Uh, it's completely worth it. If, if ever uh, Dan Slott wanted to sell this is Fantastic Four run, which I was sold when, he, when they announced he was in it. I was like, oh man, I'm in, I can't wait. Reddit was like, this is really boring, and I quit. This is a lot of fun, and it's just okay. genuine fun. I feel like that's probably where, like, what it is for the most part. Um, so it's a good indication of the best that this series has to ah, offer. okay. Really nice art, too, so it's, it's worth checking out, that's I cool. think. That's um, cool. So, yeah, uh, I recommend it. Check okay. it out. Uh, Fantastic Four Empire Number Zero. Uh, cute little story mm-hmm. and part of the whole thing, though it doesn't, it is absolutely a tie-in mm-hmm. because it has absolutely nothing to do with the Empire or right. the fight or the event, except for the fact that the Fantastic Four are brought up to speed about the Kree Scroll War being over. Okay. And I guess these kids are probably going to be really important. Sure. Why not? Sure. Who and knows? the profiteer might come back someday. Yeah, and, and the people are not going to want to, like... It's like a silly, fun, sort of innocuous... Way to introduce new characters. Like a character, fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Luke Jackson says, Hey, Sal and Tiffany, I just Hi. wanted to say uh, thank you for everything. I've been watching for a couple of years. I just graduated high school, and I'm moving in a month to go to college. Best wishes from Texas. Well, congratulations, congratulations. to you, Luke. That's fantastic news. Mm-hmm. Uh, have a great time. I yes. hope you're allowed to physically go. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you well, know. No matter what, it's going to be awesome. And, uh, you know, just find a good balance. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, studying is super important and going to classes is super important, but you got to take some time for you as well. Yep. Take care of your mental health, man. Yeah. Uh, Wes Morris, uh, thanks for keeping us safe and sane during these crazy times. Do you think Punchline has staying power? If so, how do you think you'd like to see your character develop? What do you think? No. No? You don't think she has staying power? Uh, I mean, every character has the potential to be a superstar and to have their own, uh, mm-hmm. you know, brand. And uh, if, if Punchline is put into a movie or a cartoon, that's it. She's she's, she's here forever. Right. Um, especially if you inexorably connect her to the Joker in the pop, in the pop culture zeitgeist. Yeah. Um, if they don't, or if, like, for whatever reason, Hollywood slash Warner Brothers is like, she sucks and I don't want to deal with her, uh, then you'll feel her, you'll feel that, you know woven into the books themselves i mean maybe i don't know i i think what she does right now is fill a void where harley's evolution like what it left behind like her like character development and actual true change from where she was introduced to where she is now Mm -hmm. i think some people really miss that like not foil to the joker but like almost like like not partner in crime either but you know what i mean yeah that dynamic yeah that dynamic that's exactly Mm -hmm. the word um, and so I think she does feel that, um, I'm sure Tynan has a plan. Oh, no doubt. And like, so the fact is like staying power or not, like his plan might just be like, and to offer by the end. I don't know. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. The thing is Grant Morrison wanted to kill Damien at the end of his run and he couldn't. Right. Like he did, but they wouldn't let him stay right. dead. But so. like he might do it anyway. Yeah. And then the fact is like we, like these characters exist in a world where like people come back. Yeah. So like. If they decide to bring it back or her bring bring her back, they could. But right. like, I do think that Tynan has some sort of plan. I, I do. I agree with you. I think Tynan absolutely has a plan for that character, and I hope it is executed to you know his benefit. Yeah. Like, whatever he wanted to do, I hope we get there. Right. 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 Um, I mean, I'm sure now like some people are like changing what their plans are. No doubt. But I will say uh, in the Jorge Jimenez uh, Batman 100 cover image that he released this like this big double page poster mm-hmm. kind of image uh it has jokers like well, joker slash the villains on one side and batman and the bat family on the other mm-hmm. harley is in with the bat family oh. 
and Punchline is in with the Joker okay. family. So, yeah, I, mean, I don't like, know if I that's guess, like just a cool picture or right, if that's like that, an indication. That has to do that. That really does indicate like Harley's change over time. Big like, time. She's not. I wouldn't say she's necessarily good. No, but she is like I. I, I think like, to think of her as like a chaotic neutral. Yeah. Nowadays, <laughs> yeah, certainly, certainly now. Um, but yeah, thank you, Wes. Uh, Dominic Lover, miss seeing you at cons. Oh. Uh, we miss you too, buddy. Question: My career has shifted from selling art at conventions and big uh, two projects. Uh, to creating covers and art for indie Kickstarter comics. Oh, Do you think wow. this is the way of the future? Um, I'll uh, I'll say my very limited thoughts on that, and then I'll leave the floor to you. I think that for artists, the biggest buck you will make is through what you're doing now, like through the Kickstarter indie books. Like I think that the greatest potential for independent creators right now, if you want to get a lot of money right now, is through the the direct market through through the Kickstarter model, um, but if you want stability, consistency, and like hopefully one day health insurance, the big two are kind of the only way to go. What do you think? Um. Well, I mean, obviously, right now, without there being a con to sell art at, naturally, it makes really excellent business sense to shift over to focusing more on getting projects from indie creators totally. who want to. Like you know, launch their books via Kickstarter or Indiegogo or the direct market, like you said. So I think that makes absolute business sense. And there will always be someone who wants to create something. Um, writers out there, or even just artists who just you know they want something different for the cover. So they're always going to be looking for that. So I think it's really really smart to be shifting to that. Agreed. I don't know if that's where everything is going to shift forever. No. I think there is something to be said um, for people who like to own art. I'm one of those people. I definitely like to own art, and I, and I feel like. Not like not that I'm saying go to Etsy because I know Etsy has this whole like its own like pile of crap that they're doing mm-hmm. to their artists and like their you know people who want to sell through them. But the fact that there's been like this like Etsy like sur- like resurgence where it's yeah. just like everybody's like wants to go there, everybody wants to have and own something that was like handmade or like created just for them. True. I think there is something to be said about still purchasing art directly from a creator. But I think this is really smart right now. I'm not saying like you know not to, to stop doing this. It's really smart to have different sources of income when you are an artist when you're a freelance artist it's really really smart to get your income from different areas because if one thing kind of goes down like if you also do youtube and your youtube views go down you still have the other thing to lean on. exactly um you're in a good headspace because you're always thinking about reinvention or at the very least like what the next thing is or what the new thing could be Mm -hmm. um it's not always going to be like you go from here to here you might go from here to here and then that's a stone wall and you got to go back or you mm-hmm. got to go sideways. Um, but having that mentality, you're already leaps ahead, streets ahead, as yeah. Pierce Hawthorne would say, uh, than your competition slash colleagues because most people are kind of thinking in terms of like their their own rice bowl. They're kind of like, this is what I'm working on and this is what I do and I'm just, I've been working on this for so long, I can't even fathom you know, diversifying and mm-hmm. it's, Im- it's imperative that you diversify, even oh, yeah. if it's just in your head where you're like, what do I- I'm doing this and it's going great. What else is happening? Right. You know, right. like I got a friend who is a everything. And one of the things that he does I- during a drought is he does video game art. And, uh, so that's not a bad round video game art. There's always gaming companies that are looking for artists to do character models and all this stuff like that. Just throwing that out there. Uh, also, if you guys are not familiar with Dominic's work, it's really awesome. Check him out on Instagram and everywhere else. Yeah. Dominic Glover, uh, check him out. For real. 
Uh, Denial. Oh, he went away. Sorry, Denial. Uh, between FF Empire and Iron Man, I know Slack can create great adventure stories, which makes it so frustrating that the main FF book is so lacking. I agree. Uh, I, I am actually, like, there's a Fantastic Four book I'm going to be recommending where I'm like, yay! But also, at the same time, I was like, you could, like, feel Slot, like, resenting his audience and his love of Spider-Man towards the end of his Spider-Man run. I'm, like, worried about a book that Slot does about the Fantastic Four or anyone that features Spider-Man so that he could, like, use, like, his appearance to kind of, like, make him into a punching bag that, like, is for the audience. Like, okay. I'm worried about that. Right. Um, I don't think he's that petty, but I also, like, have seen what he did with the character over years, mm -hmm. and I was like, what else would you call it? It seems like Slot might need to get the, like, I don't want to say the Tom King treatment, but, mm -hmm. like, the, like, hey, do a limited miniseries on this. Yeah. That way you don't get burned out. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you just... Your story can be paced because you know the beginning, middle, and end of it instead right. of having to worry about your run. Yeah. But, I don't know. Maybe he just needs a break from telling, like, these longer stories. Yes. Like, these long runs. Just yeah. give him something to work on for a bit and then... Agreed. Know. But, uh... But Slot has it. He's got the... He's got the chops. It's just a question of where those chops, you know... Fall. Are, are, yeah. <laughs> no. Well, or where they're, where they're most effective. Yeah. No, it's true. So, uh, yeah, uh, Tanner Matheson, sup, comic pop. Sup. Sup. Uh, just read some of Grant Morrison's Green Lantern and was pleasantly surprised. Was wondering if it would be on back issues, mostly because you haven't done Green Lantern in a while. It's true we haven't. Uh, I do have the first two volumes in the Black Stars run. Uh, I gotta read it. I read the first volume, and um, it's, it's a lot of work. I read the first issue, and I was like, I'm good. Most people I know were like... But I, I know there are a lot of people out there who dug it. Oh, yeah. So, like, no, nothing... Well, there, there are some folk who are just Grant Morrison lifers, who yeah. are just like, this is horrible, but I love Grant Morrison, and I don't want to look like an idiot, so I'll right. just, like, say or I like some it. some people might have actually genuinely enjoyed it, and, like... Mm. I know a lot of people like it. I mean, the, the book sells okay, yeah. so, you know. Um, I'm gonna read it again, or at the very least finish it. Okay. Because the Black Stars thing is neat, and, you know. Anyway. Okay. But it's cool. I, I, I hear what you're saying, and yes, it will. Nice. To answer your question. So, uh, what else we got? Uh, okay, I'm gonna briefly talk about Strange Academy. Remember that book? Yeah! Strange Academy. What did you call it? Me? Yeah. When I wrote, I don't remember. You're like Harry Potter. Yeah, here's Harry Potter, but it's strange. Um, Strange Academy. But is it? What, like Harry Potter? Yeah. Yeah, it's a bunch of kids who go there. A yeah, but does it feel like Harry Potter? Do you get to see the quarters and like, you know what I mean? Is it, are you asking me if it's as, as in-depth as a novel? No, I'm asking if it's in, as in-depth as the movies. Well, where it's like, where are these characters interacting with each other? on issue two, mm -hmm. I'd say no. Because that first issue seemed pretty superficial. And I gotta say, the second issue does as well. Mm. But I have a feeling I'm not the target audience. And so, I, I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna rag on it, but I will present what my issues with it are. Sure. Um, first, let me just tell you, it's Strange Academy number two. Number one came out just before yeah, I think like for three, everything four went into lockdown. Yeah. yeah, so like, here we are, back. Um, written by Scotty Young with art by Humberto Ramos. Humberto Ramos is awesome. I just want to put that out there. I really love looking at this book. Like, I, I love the way he draws things. I love the kinetic energy in what he draws. I love the detail yep. or the, like, absence of detail that he puts into things. Like, it's just really expertly done. You you are saying some controversial things, I should, I should warn you, because 
I also really dig Humberto Ramos, but there are a lot of people who find his art to be really loose. Well, yeah. And a little, and just a little too much of his own style. Well, hang on. And, and I will say there are a few pages here where it's almost like someone else did it, but I know he did it. And so I don't know what's up with that. And that really bothered me. Mm -hmm. But like the bulk of this book, I really like. But I also like Bocciolo. So that just comes down to my taste yes. in artists. Ramos did a really fun like indie book, like a self-made yeah. book. I'll look it up while we're, while we're but like, talking. It's stuff like this where I'm just like, this is almost like John Romita Jr. light. Yes. And like, that's not right. And no. then like we get back into it and I'm like, oh, hey, there he is again. <laughs> yeah. So like it, it, there was a little bit of an inconsistency in yep. a few of the pages here. Um, but again, I think for the nature of the story, he's a good fit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it absolutely. Ha it has like a youthful energy to it. That's and why I, they put him on champions well, when that first one. Exactly. And I do feel like that's who they're trying to capture with this book. They're trying to make it more like an all ages style book and an entry book into getting into the magical parts of the, the Marvel universe. I mean, the fact is we already know the kids will eat that stuff up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's, it is brilliant. It's one of those, like, it's like that Machiavellian young justice in, like creation where it's like, it doesn't matter if it doesn't sell. Yeah. As long as it's on the shelf and we build an audience of like people around like 10 or 11. Yeah. Like legit, they could make this into a cartoon, put it on Disney plus. They could mm -hmm. like make it into like a big hero six style movie. Like I'm sure that they could consider doing that. Totally. That said, this issue was just a lot of like day to day. Like here's the first day of school. And like literally it was just trope after trope after trope after trope. And it was just a lot of tropes. And uh -huh. like, again, by the end of this, I had to remind myself, I'm like, you know what? This isn't, really aimed at me right this isn't really aimed at what it is i'm looking for in a magic based book sure so, like i, I kind of had to pull back because i was just like oh, okay they go to a class where it's like oh like with the ancient one and it's like oh my gosh you gotta like the ancient one teaches there yeah like, you did you, whatever um like you have to like use like don't use any magic and put this genie back like in this lamp like oh genies are real because there's the like i think her name's emily mm -hmm. like you know, she's like, like, doesn't know anything about magic and like she has these powers and blah, 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 right? And then like, sure. she goes to her next like period where she does really well and then like, they go to a period where there's like a zombie and then like, you know, there's Jim and like, <laughs> uh -huh. and then like, they run into um, magic and Hellstrom and they're teaching a class together and like, you know, one of the kids comes in late and like, like a total badass and like, she sends him to hell. Like, you know what I mean? And, like, so, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just mm -hmm. a little like, oh, like, and then he falls out during like lunch, like, you know what I mean? It's just ticking a lot of boxes. Mm -hmm. It's cute. Yeah. It's cute, and it's a light read. Um, they're definitely doing the, like, there's something else going on. Of course, there has Some to be. Some sort of deeper mystery. Right. Like, Emily's, again, I hope her name's Emily. I honestly don't remember. Is asking, like, the questions of Zelma, where it's just like, you know, you said that, like, magic has a cost, and that's why, like, I felt so messed up the first time I did magic, but now we're here, and we're doing all this, it is Emily, we're doing all this crazy stuff, and, like, there doesn't seem to be a cost, and she's like, oh, don't worry, I've taken care of that, and then they have, like, a faculty meeting where it's like, but, like, you know, we shouldn't be doing this, blah, 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 uh, oh, done, 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 we'll talk about that later, that kind of thing. Sure. It's cute. Yeah. It's cute, it's light, and if you're looking for that, if you're looking for something magical that's just like, ha, 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 like, man thinks a professor. Right. There. Like, Lol. I, I guess teaching like plant-based sort of, magic yeah, herbology kind of yeah. thing they have a um syllabus in the back um, oh of like the different classes you can take that's cute noted that math one is taught by adjunct professor rintra 
Yay. <laughs> it's like, what a deep dive. That's so really funny. Yeah. So, like, that I was like, Nice to know we patch things up with Doc. You, because, you, yeah. You, you got me. Mm-hmm. You got me, guys. There you go. Um, yeah. You're like, they're, they're like, you'll never see him. Probably not. Um, it is what it is. Like I said, it's not going to be you know, necessarily right now, at least doesn't feel like it's going to be super hard hitting. No. But again, if you're looking for something right now that is just kind of fun, and I think a lot of people might be looking for something like that Definitely. right now. Just looking for something that'll just put a smile on your face. That's what this is. You just don't, like, just enjoy it. Enjoy the tropes. Enjoy the banter. and Enjoy the wackiness that's going to ensue. It's quite zany. And the friendships that will, like, you know, grow. Be formed. And yeah. then enemies that will be made. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I'd say give it a shot if that's what you're looking for. It's not a big investment. It's two issues. Right now, yeah, it's two issues. You can just go check it out. Um, yeah. Like I said, it's just, it's just cute. There you go. Uh, Super Pooper says, I wasn't planning on reading it before, but I bought the Batman Damned hardcover oh. while watching last week's back issues. This is for Tiffany. Great analysis. She is goat. Oh, thank I you agree. so much. Thanks for digging it, thank uh, you. Super Pooper. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, thank you so much to everybody for your like really kind reception of the episode, regardless of if you dug the book or not. Like You guys were just really cool and civil, and I uh, appreciated that. Like, Thank yeah. you. Uh, Caleb Coho says, thank you both so much for the content you create. You've helped me and you've helped inspire me to write my own books and get into the industry. Love your insights. Thank oh, you, Caleb. Thank you. Good luck. Uh, Dan V 900 says, speaking of Batman and punchline, Batman 101 was solicited with Tynan as the writer for now. Hopefully he gets a longer run instead of a truncated short run. Like everybody expected. Uh, yeah. I mean like, uh, we, we've been arguing that like, yeah, it should like, if, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. I am thrilled, though, that Joker War will only be this many issues. That, like, 101 won't be more Joker War. No, like, he'll just be like, I gotta get another story. Yeah, and I'm sure <laughs> he's got one. Uh, Robert Core, who do you want to see from the deceased universe? Um, I don't know what that means. Like, 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 like in there? Like, like who? in it? Yeah. I don't know. Uh... I mean, we're going to see everybody. We've seen everybody so far. Um, there's nobody that I'm like, why haven't we seen this character yet? I, I don't feel like shortchanged in that regard at all. Really? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just along for the ride. I'm, I have no expectations or requests of them. Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's fair. Uh, <laughs> Russell Simmons, uh, hey, Sal and Tiffany, you guys, uh, and the rest of the crew are awesome. Well, thank you. Hope to meet you one day in the future. Hashtag AVP, never forget. Thank you, Russell. <laughs> I'm um, guessing that has to do with your Elseworlds exchange. It could very well be, or it could well be older. Uh, when we did AVP, we talked about how it's like hashtag never forget. The uh, movies were so horrible. Oh, right. And we also got a great decal about it. It might be from you, Russell. <gasps> oh, that's right. Um, yes. Yeah. That's uh, right. I'm, I'm, I'm up to date now. Hi. Yeah. But never thank forget you. how bad those were. No. Um, yeah. Thank you very much, man. I hope so, too. You know, you know when the cons come back, uh, so, too, will we. <laughs> Uh, Raymux, your video cha your video changed, but you forgot sexually cha change. I don't know what that means, but thank you, Raymux, for your contribution. Oh, yeah, I'm not sure what that means either. I couldn't even begin to help you. Uh, Kenneth Dowling, Hi. hello, wonderful people. Hope you're great. Hi. Uh, we are great. Hope you're great, too. <laughs> no, you're great. Uh, I recently celebrated my birthday. Happy birthday to you. <gasps> Happy birthday! Uh, I treated myself by buying Spider-Man PS4. Nice. I love playing the game. Now I need to get the actual PS4 when I get money. It is a it is a great game. It is. I'm excited for Miles Morales, if if only just for more Spider Man. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. Web swinging is like one of the greatest things ever. Yeah, it's so great. 
So hashtag so great. Don't mess it up. Just don't uh, break just, it. <laughs> right? I mean, just just do it. Write more. Those are my <laughs> Seems a little insincere. Uh, so yeah, what else you got? Um, I, I all three of my books this week have something to do with Doctor Strange. That's fair. I I should have remembered. I mean, one of them is just called Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange number five came out by Mark Wade with art by Kev uh, with Kev Walker. Kev Walker also helped write the story. Yes, that's why it's like kind of fun. It is kind of fun. Um, I the last would, one was kind of fun. The last one was kind of fun. This was also kind of fun. It's almost like you can feel like a transition is going on. That said, it was very by the numbers. Like I don't want to say decompression, but like it definitely felt like we were kind of dragging like, our, our feet a little bit. Like, yeah, you kind of left off the half of the other half of the book here. <laughs> that said, like it was weird because initially I was like, oh, the art's all right. Like it wasn't great. We we introduced two brand new characters that just show up for a quick fight at the beginning. Uh. Was it Mr. Smile and Mr. Sulk? Okay. They're like, they're like, they're cool, but they're also like, like I've, I feel like I've seen it before, but it's cool. Right. I don't know. Like, see, it's like I've seen them, but I haven't. They have more of those magical. Yeah, they're kind of fun. They're kind of fun. Like they're opposites of one another, and they have like they also have those um, part of, like so the weapons that were stolen from Strangers Forge. Yes. And um, they um are opposite of one another as well. Like, one weapon, like, destroys, and the other one kind of reconstitutes, and so they use it to, like, fight against Strange, and then, like, Strange is like, oh, I've got, like, one move left, the Dixie Twist kind of thing, and then they, they prevent him from doing it, and then he ends up fixing it a different way. And I was okay. like, she didn't have one move left. Right. Okay. Fine, whatever. So he fixes that, but then, like, literally, like, remember that, um... Sorry, no, someone's car. Oh, okay. Like, someone's car I, alarm is what, going on. What do I hear? Yeah, yeah. It's not um, our car. Don't remember, Doctor Druid is like the like, yes. charge of part of the hospital, right? Mm -hmm. And like he's kind of working with Stephen, and like seemingly there's something going on with him and Weird World and like yes. all this stuff, right? Well, regardless, we're not talking. We're not dealing oh. with that right now. <laughs> well, which, forget it. Which I kind of appreciate. That was one of those like I hope that we actually deal with this at some point. <laughs> but they were so that was there to remind you. Well, he's there. He's just part of the team. Oh, now kind of like he's just like, intrinsically like in this story right now, but like, I assume that that was like a, like potential future plot. Right. We're not dealing with that right now. And I was okay. like that, that there's some maturity there where it's not like, here's a thing. I don't deal with it. Yeah. Um, especially when there's something larger at hand. Right. Oh. So like basically the, the it's strange. Isn't nowhere to go next. Like he asks, he's, he's like, like, I'm at a story. What's, what's I, the I don't next know what's chapter? Next. And like, that's where I felt this a little bit where it was just like, I don't know what to do next. Oh, here's a convenient thing. That ties into Strange Academy because he gets a call from Zelma. Oh, okay. And he has to go there, and like this, like troll showed up. A troll, not the internet type, the type of myth and legend. Yes. Which could also be the internet type, but not that type. No. And like this is where like the art is just freaking baller. Like I love eee. Kev Walker's like creature yes. design. Like it's very Hensonian. It's Hensonian. It's like very storybook feeling, yeah. and it really fits for the theme of like having these like like mythical characters show up. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but like she shows up and like gives him the like where to go next, and ah. I'm like, it's a little convenient. Yeah, but like, why does he just go to work or to his house and relax? Like, why why does he need to like? Well, I guess for me, it was about like, what the next thing like, is. Like literally, like okay, I don't know, I don't know where. Like, it feels like we're at a dead end. Blah blah blah. Here's the story beat, and I guess that's like. I mean, how else are you going to do that? I, I just, like, for me, felt very, like, 
I didn't know how to get them to the next plot point, so here's this adorable troll. Which yes. I don't care because it was Sure, it looks really, great. It was really well done and I love like the memory like panel layout where oh, it's yeah. like like it's clearly her voice talking, but it's also like destructive because her life has been ruined, her husband died. She and like it, she and he made magic wands, but they secretly had like a black market, like you know that's where all the money came from, kind okay, of stuff. Okay, all right. Someone else showed up and like killed him, like using a wand she'd never seen before, and she's like, "I know every wand ever, basically. Okay. I've never seen anything like that." And Strange is like, "Yeah." Oh, he knows it. Yeah. Um. He's like, "Yeah, clearly it was made with that forge, what have yeah. you." And so like. She was like, but I heard this thing. It has to do with like an auction and a location. And here's every bit of information you need. <laughs> That's... Move us on to the next point so of the no part. good. Um, so basically, he and Dr. Drew would have to go to Krill City where there's going to be an auction going on. And they're going to find out who this mysterious woman is behind this auction and who stole from him. But they need to be in disguise because obviously like everyone there is like shady AF and they're going to take down Strange. Yep. But they can't use magic. So they go to Reed Richards to give them like some sort of like scientific device that will hide who they are. Okay. And they go as the demons who killed the troll lady's husband. Ah. And so they go there and like the auction's going on and like it's Madame Mask. Madame oh. Mask um, has stolen things from his forge. Okay. And then like they perform the old switcheroo. Like you think that the main demon guy is Doctor Strange who's caught immediately by Madame Mask because she calls he calls her Madame Mask. She's like, nobody calls me that here. Hey, Steven. Right. So they, like, they reveal, oh, it's Dr. Druid. And Dr. Strange is, like, up above, like, watching. And he's just like, haha, now I have the upper hand. I mean, everyone's against me, but this, she doesn't know I'm here. But I here. am taller than you right now. Yeah. So, I have the high ground. So it's like, this issue really kind of spun its wheels a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But, yeah. like, it, the art really, like, picked up after a certain point and like so it was just really fun to look at it, it, it's not anything you need to terribly like think too hard about necessarily the mm -hmm. story just unfolds at the just like pace it decides it's going to unfold for sure. you um yeah i it, it's it's fine also strange like i will say like something sad happens there was like that dwarf who gave him the forge in the first place he's dead Aww. and like strange is like you will be avenged by graptar's by hammer, by hammer. <laughs> um you who will be avenged. Um, but um, he also mentions that it's just like, you know, it was my forge and like, I'm responsible for it. Like, this is the greatest sin I've ever, like, you could possibly commit is letting someone use your forge. And I'm like, you never had a forge to begin with. It was just really weirdly worded. Mm -hmm. There's a couple of things like that in the books this week for me where it was yeah. just kind of sloppy and like that just felt weird. Just like in Strange Academy, specifically, Emily mentions that she had to use all this magic to feed the genie. And I was like, didn't the ancient one say specifically not to use magic? Right. So you're saying you cheated or you guys weren't paying attention. You well, know what I mean? Yeah. Or the lesson is to cheat. Always cheat. Apparently. <laughs> if you're in magic school. Yeah. Um, but it was, I, I can't really hate on this because at least it's like, here's the at least story. Good, at least looks We're good. not in space and he's got a cool outfit again. Like he looks like Doctor Strange. Yay. And they're just following through with this whole Forge thing. All right. You know? Yeah. And it's, consi it's consistent. There is a consistency to it. Like That's I said, nice. it was just really like, eh. That said, at the end, you always like, you get the Phil Noto covers for the next issue. And yeah. they're so good looking and I love this additional treatment. I wish that was actually was on the cover. It's yeah. not. It's just, it's just really cool looking. But Aww. so anyway. <laughs> That's fair. I don't know what to say. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know if I, I recommend it or not, honestly. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. 
Uh, Mega Drybone says, are you surprised the Terrifics book is still going after Dark Knight's Metal? Uh, also, good job. Thank you, Drybone. Mega Drybone, I should say. Yeah, I'm shocked that Terrifics is still a book. Um, I can't imagine the sales are there, but uh, I'm glad because I know people who, anyone who talks about it talks about how much they love it. So, uh, Super Pooper back says, wrong episode, but I had to share what if AVP classic events, but they show up specifically what if Alien gets spider powers and the Spider-Verse happens. Okay. <laughs> I do not want a web-swinging <laughs> No, I don't. can get into everything. Yeah. I do not need that. Yeah, I... That said, I would take web-swinging Predator. Oh, yeah. That's... That would look so horrible. I would love to or see... Or just imagine him, like, upside down. And yeah. And like... <laughs> well, he already looks like a spider. Yeah. I, I, I would love to see a rain-slicked Mike Zekian... Uh, AV like AVS like a, or a PVS like Predator vs Spider Man. Oh, that'd be cool. Like a mini series. Yeah. Uh, Dimitri Katen Katsenevis Katsenevis says uh, love supporting your favorite channel. Uh, love supporting favorite channel. Thank you, Thank Dimitri. You. Uh, Tiffany, where did you get that hat from? The Static episode. Also, where do I start reading with John Constantine? I'd say the beginning. Like, legit, I just go back to... Go back to, like, the Hellblazer, Hellblazer run. Like back in the day. Yeah, but, like, there's so many random selections. It's hard to pick it up, is, like, the old run. It is. No, it's true. Because, like, the, the trades... If you get, like, older versions of the trades, like, they don't tell you what's in them. So, I... Yeah, but I would definitely maybe go back. But if you're like, that's a lot, and I don't... I just want to know if I like the character, I might grab the, uh, the Spurrier run. Yeah. Like, I think it does a pretty good job of making giving you a, a decent understanding of what he's like mm -hmm. again set more in a modern day but like if you like i'd say even just the past couple of issues because they're kind of more one shots okay cool like you could probably just grab those two right now just to feel like to feel it out and then yeah. I, I still say go back like right. there's so much cool shit back there that's true i curse yeah um, there's a good ennis uh, run I, i'm um, straight up stalling trying to remember where i got that hat from so yeah go ahead, you tell them more okay uh oh just this there's a ton of runs for constantine that you can pick up uh, i would avoid the new 52 run uh even the rebirth run isn't fantastic really any like unrated or vertigo run so like right now you'd want to get the black label run of constantine uh I, that's where i would jump in also if you like constantine but you like the greater universe he appears in a he, he's always in uh justly dark and the current the, the tynan run is tiffany's like bread and butter so check out the tynan run because he plays a crucial role during that run but also okay again if you just want constantine in england you know being snarky and, be, and cursing and cursing and, and having drinking. like unrated stuff like check out the like the vertigo run yeah it's called hellblazer it's not called john constantine like it's called hellblazer i believe it says john constantine hellblazer but the book is titled hellblazer so that's how you can look for it i can't remember if it was forever 21 mm -hmm. i feel like it was that's where this one came from mm. so that's why i'm not sure mm. i don't remember where i got that hat from i don't know i don't know I'm so sorry. It might have been Forever 21. Uh, Supercliff <laughs> says, Hey guys, hope you're doing well. Uh, sending some love from Boston. Hey, Boston. Death Metal Issue 2 is out tomorrow. What are your thoughts thus far on the series? Um, it is doing exactly what it wants to do. It's like fun, high-flying ridiculousness, uh, you know, like superficial darkness, uh, a lot of like, you know, it's a lot of flash and a lot of style. And that's exactly what they're going for. Do you mean the character? 
No, but he is in it. Well, one of them. Um, and, and he's crucially involved, though I, I, I fear it will be inorganically turned. Like, before uh, an issue dropped, they were like, Wonder Woman's the star of death metal. Uh-huh. And I feel like she does not fit that theming. So I feel like, despite the fact that there are characters who might be more suited for that, like, for, like, attention, like Batman since it's about Batman, uh, that it might be like, okay, and now it has to be about Diana. And so, like, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna just gonna pull it. That said, she's doing her own stuff right now over in Justice League Dark. It's way more organic, though. It works really well. She just, like, not just, but, like, the beginning of Justice League Dark, she gets, like, a big bad arc. Yes. Where, like, she gets some serious crazy power, and, like, it's really cool, and it really fits that's the thing, with is the, it fits. With the theming of her character. I doubt it'll be reckoned, like, uh, you know what I mean? No, I, like, don't, I feel like the Upside Down Man is not going to be busting down the door what a disappointment. to hang out with Perpetua. Because wouldn't it be cool? And also Capullo drawing the Upside Down Man would be great. It would be cool if, like, the, like, obviously. Like, he was a man man who laughs, like, you know, is, is no more, but who knows. But, like, you know, he's Oh, like, he's an issue. He's too. like, I'm going to have, like, I'm going to, you know, be at, like, her side and, like, you know, we're going to rule together. And Upside Down Man's like, oh, no, no, that's where I go. Yes. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Tynan did invent him, so if ever anyone's work was going to be referenced, it would be his. Yeah, and since he's upside down, I'd love to see that image of like, like the Batman who laughs, and then like he's here, and yeah. it's just like <laughs> that'd be so cool, <sighs> right? Disappointing. Anyway, uh, but thank you, Super Cliff. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I read Superman twenty three from did Brian you? Bendis, Kevin McGuire, and John Timms. Wow, it's terrible. Just don't waste your time. Uh, just, it's real bad. It's just real bad. Um, they introduce a new character called Xanadoth. It's hilarious. Uh, Like, I wouldn't recommend creating a drinking game out of it, but, like, just count how many times the name Xanadoth appears in the book. Oh. Because at least twice per page, someone says Xanadoth. Usually, the same character will say it twice. And I'm just like... Venice is introducing this like this new magic based character who's gonna fight Superman and he really wants to kill the new Dr. Fate but we shoehorned him into this at least he recognized that oh that it's like new Dr. Fate yeah yeah I mean, they're both there, technically. The reality is, the way Dr. Fate is portrayed, it could be literally any version of him. Oh. Like, all, the burden of responsibility of, of knowing which Dr. Fate is the one used in this book mm-hmm. is on the artist. Uh, the story is essentially that there's a member of the Department of Extranormal Operations uh, who is, like, a young go-getter, and she's really good at her job, and she has this, like, thing, and that thing summons Xanadoth, and then she becomes kind of like the avatar for Xanadoth, and the the, the subplot is that Superman uh, revealed his secret identity to the world because he's, like, having a mental breakdown about the fact that he never got to watch his son grow up. Okay. And that, like, everyone is kind of worried about him. And they also used the Doctor Fate scene to establish that, no, you can't one more day the identity back in the bottle. Like, he goes, like, Dr. Fate essentially says, I can't magic away your decision to reveal your identity. But Superman doesn't want to do it anyway. It's just a wink and a nod and a, and a, and a like, look behind the curtain to say, we're not going to magic this out. Mm. We're going to crisis this out. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's, 
It was super by the numbers. It was super boring. It, it, it doesn't really matter. It's not very engaging. There's like a couple, there, the sequence in which Superman like has a breakdown about like the fact that he doesn't get to watch his son like grow up comes completely out of left field for the character because I've been reading the Superman run from Bendis and like it, like he, he's sad when we meet that John's a teenager, but like, then he's just kind of over it. Right. And then it turns out he's not, which is in, 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 in point of fact, points to Bendis if he's doing it like this, kind of more real. Right, right. Like people don't telegraph their internal feelings and their insecurities or their, or their, their pain. Mm-hmm. And so like, so if they're going through a traumatic experience and they just sort of go like, that sucks. And then they never talk about it again. Mm-hmm. For everyone else, it's convenient to not acknowledge it. For them, they're like having an internal, like a turmoil, like within themselves. And then, like, if someone just says to them, hey, how you feeling? It'll just come out maybe yeah, someday. Yeah, it, it does with Superman. It, like, reads really hollow and weird and kind of like, well, but, like, you did that, though. Mm-hmm. Like, Bendis is, like, lament. He's making Be- Superman, like, lament the fact that his kid has grown up. But it's like, yeah, but you did that. Like, yeah. But, like, why are you making him acknowledging it now when you're the one who made it happen in the first place? Like, why is he so sad if yeah. you're the one who needed him to be that way? He's like, well, now I can write him sad. Right. And it's like, nobody wants a sad Superman except for the pa- fans of the DCEU. And even then, he's not sad. Like... Brandon Rouse Superman is sad. Superman Returns is sad. He's always sad. That's melancholic Superman. Zack Snyder Superman is like, is like, ugh, I gotta be Superman with these ants. Ugh. So I guess don't recommend it. It's don't, don't stop stop buying this book. I mean, if you look at the numbers, no one is anyway. But oh. like, don't waste your time. Xanadoth! He's the Rogelzar of say, magic if characters. If you say it enough, they'll, they'll show up. Yeah, he'll show up. And I'll be like, you're lame. No one will use you, Xanadoth. Um, Kenneth Dowling, I want to congratulate Tynan on his Batman run. It's been a long time since I could actually enjoy the title. Since King, I had no interest in Joker War. But after 94, I want it. Bring it on. Exactly. Nice. The fact that it's only six issues, it's like, okay, you know what? I want to watch Joker kick ass and fight and have Batman fight. Like, I'm in. Okay. Knock yourself out. Like, Whatever. With, with with King, it's like, uh, Joker could be completely out of character, or not in the book, or mm-hmm. it could sprawl on for another 12 issues. With this, it's like, uh, six issues of Joker being like, hey, no one's paid attention to me. Right. Hey. Hey. It's me. Um, so thank you, Kenneth. Uh, Tomawa <laughs> Tolongukoya, sorry, uh, says, do you guys ever consider going to cons outside the U.S.? It would be really cool to bump into you at a London Comic Con or something like that. Uh Yes, not now. <laughs> Preferably an English-speaking one. Um, I've won. I've, I've I've actually investigated it, and what I've discovered is that like London's cons and Australia's cons, uh, England, the UK cons, are essentially similar to like a Wizard World show here. Yeah. So it's like the only reason to go, which is a good reason enough for me, is to meet you guys. Um, also, to go to to travel if you're like well, me yeah. and. Don't go anywhere. Right. That would be pretty cool. Agreed. Uh, I've I the the close thing to an international con, at, like for for us in our level was when I went to Canada. Oh. And yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a significant amount of like awesome Canadians who like liked our stuff and were Aww. surprised to see me. Um, but, uh, you know, if ever we were gonna have, like a significant audience of you guys, it would probably be in the UK. 
And so it'd be worth checking out. Yeah. No, I know I, you want to go to Ireland and stuff, so that'd be cool. I would love to. I, I would go to England, no problem. Yeah. I, I, any of it. I'm, I'm down. Yeah. I've been to England and twice. Then, and, and we'll just harass you with our, like, American accents and yes. ability to say things and calling them elevators. The last time I was in England, I spent the entire nine days just thinking of things we invented before them. Uh, Paul Baker says, can definitely start reading John on the current Hellblazer run. I started on the new number one and I felt like it told me everything I needed to know. There you go. I agree. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I feel like that too, but like, I don't want to like, if someone's like, no, I want to start, start, go for it. But like, yeah. I think it does give you like a good intro to him and it might like, you know, what's your appetite to being like, yeah, I want to go back. Totally. Uh, I want more. Rab L, Bendis made the magical world Lazar now. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't literally said anything worth a damn, like. Mrogozar, like, tries too hard and insists upon himself, but, like, Zan it's more like the universe is, like, also this guy! Like, Xanadov has to actually, like, say something and do something and not just be... He is Rogozar in terms of the universe is insisting on him too much, uh, and he's overly complicated. Like, he's physically, like, why do you do that? Like, you know, part of the appeal of superheroes and supervillains is that they're streamlined. Yeah. Like... Why do people hate 90s comics so much? Not just because they're horrible and they're opportunistic and they're gimmicks, but also because, like, their costumes are the worst. And it's because they're overly complicated. Like, hey, it's Superman. Give him pouches and belts. It's like all this crap. Like, the, the worst thing you could do to an iconic costume is add shit. But the, like, and the second worst thing you could do is create a character and just give him 17 different costumes all at the same time. Like, it's just, you, if ever you wanted a character to never work or be accepted by the culture at large make them overly complicated like just add a bunch of shit that no artist is gonna like i remember when they redesigned iron man for the heroic age and he had like 19 lights on him and all i could think of was no artist is gonna want to draw all that shit like you made him like number one super a triple a superhero and you made his design frustrating to draw like where because they weren't just like one big circle here rivets you know it, it, yeah. for that iron man it was like lights and they didn't make sense they, they didn't work so it was just kind of like arbitrary so like there, he was never going to be consistent throughout the whole like throughout different artists some artists like that kind of challenge that's why like they draw like transformers and mechs <laughs> right and stuff like then that, go draw like, that <laughs> where it's like oh my god the detail yeah but like if you want to draw iron man and you have that like there is there are ways you can sneak detail. In sure, but I'm you know, saying you, some artists might dig it. They might be like, "No, I want to draw all the things." Right, but the problem is because you made Iron Man that overly complicated. <laughs> you've now made the burden on all the artists at Marvel because there's no way you can escape putting Iron Man in there. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, don't overcomplicate your your your, your designs. Uh, Liam Meyer, with it coming out next uh, later this week, were you guys planning on talking about the Sandman audiobook? Nevertheless, you guys are awesome. Thank you, Liam. We appreciate it, man. Um, I don't really care. You. I mean, like, talk about it, like... Like, you, like, listen to it a little bit and then review it, I guess. I'm sure... I, here's the thing, like... I don't know. I don't know if it's just... I'm, I don't know. I don't know what it is about me and these things. But I'm like, I just want to read it. Right. Like, sometimes like they have, a like, comic is okay just being a comic. Yeah. And, like, it's cool that, like, they're getting, like, a, a, a broad like appeal. And, like, they're putting it out there. But it's like... 
I don't need it to be much more than what it is. There's something about the voices that I have for the characters that I know aren't going to match up at all. And like, I got to tell you, it's not Neil Gaiman narrating the book in my head. No, Neil Gaiman's <laughs> great. But like you said in the I'm past, I'm not a fan of his reading voice. No, I've listened to some of him like reading chapters from things, and like it's fun and it's cool because it's his story and yes. he's bringing it to life the way he wanted it. But like, I'm like, I don't know. I like the personal experience of reading it myself. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not saying don't listen to it. I'm just saying I'm not clamoring to go grab it myself. No. Uh, and Dominic Donovan, sorry but off topic, uh, would you like to see John Kent and Captain Marvel team up, uh, a team up book with them in a way of first strike but in reverse? I'd love that. I'd love to see John and uh, Billy hang out. I would have loved to have seen them when he was a kid because that would have been yeah. you know, more apropos. I don't think I've ever seen it. I'm sure it happened in some team book, but, like, I've personally never picked up... Like, I don't remember it happening in Super Sons, and I never picked up a book where, like, Billy Batson and John Kent meet. And that would have been really, that that, been really that's fun. That's cute, yeah. Um, so, Batman 94 came out. It's from James Tynion the Fourth. Wait. Oh, yeah, okay. You got another one. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, there's a bigger one. I was one. like, we don't want to end on the book I'm going to talk about no. next. Uh, Batman 94, James Tynion the Fourth. What is it? Art by Guillaume March. Guillaume March and Raphael Albuquerque, Albuquerque. from uh, American Vampire. Yeah. Cool. Um, this was essentially... I love how, like, melodramatic and stupid the cover was. I, like, hate this cover. I think it's just really lazy. I don't like it. Yeah, it's, like, it's a, it's a cash grab, and, like, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're looking to, to get numbers and, you know... You know what it is for me? Catwoman would never do that. Maybe she stubbed her toe. You can't see what it is. It's about... It says their relationship shattered. Maybe like, maybe just, there was a roofing nail and she just put her foot down on it and she's just trying... To hold it together. She's just screaming on the inside. Yeah. She's screaming in her heart. The worst thing about this book is the cover. <laughs> like, it's it's a little bit... And also, like, I'm not a fan of the cover and I gotta tell you, like, I wasn't a fan of the art in this book. Mm. I didn't uh, feel like it... The story, I really like the story, yes. and I just feel like the art couldn't keep up with it. No, I agree. It felt like you can feel the, the two different artists working, and they were not working in tandem. They were working separately. Like, you yeah. could tell, like, I'm doing this, and I'm not I looking guess, at what you I, did. I don't, I don't know. know. It just, it just, I don't know. The, it just didn't really fit mm -hmm. with everything. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I feel like different moments could have been picked for some of these panels, and I don't usually criticize artists for that, because, like, I don't have that skill. Right. Um, I love, um... <laughs> Okay, so uh, Tom King did a thing in his run where he was like, hey, here's a mic drop about Batman. Mm -hmm. Did you know that Batman is Bruce Wayne's suicide note? He wants to die and he's going to die by Batman. Suicide by Batman. And people were like, what the fuck was that? Like, <laughs> they're just so mad. Uh, myself included. With this, they did this funny thing where they did the same, where, where uh, Tynan did the same thing, but for himself. Where he's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. he's like, Alfred thinks, like, Alfred has this stupid thing about how, like, I draw pictures of Gotham, and he thinks it's, like, because, like, I have this plan for Gotham, and I don't want the, I didn't have the heart to tell him it's not. It's, like, an expression of my mental illness. I know, I like, but, like, I like that better. I like that, just... but, and it's, like, but it's so earned, and it's so much better because the same writer introduced it, and it doesn't, like, destroy Batman or completely redefine him no, to the core. No, it actually just strengthens the bond he has with Alfred, where he's like, I didn't want to disappoint you. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just like, it's it's so the them. Um, but essentially, we, we get that like kind of moment dropped in a retcon that essentially during Batman's 
like uh, towards the end. Yeah, of, like of his tour to training. Probably like f- six, like probably like four months before year one, mm-hmm. uh, which is back in continuity. Basically, uh, he sought the assistance of Wycliffe Baker, a like world-renowned or secret world's greatest detective. Yeah, to train him, and the detective's like, "I met the designer and I quit." No. Yeah. And like, I will teach you one thing: how to deal with disappointment, and then just says no and 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 reveals in like a fun narrative way like how great a detective he is <laughs> and it's like oh that was fun and then you go to the next part which is like basically batman being rescued by lucius and lucius fox hilariously being like okay so it was a really stupid idea to kill Alfred. And I know that King didn't want to do it and that like editorial made him do it. Yeah. And that like they thought it was going to be totally fine because 5G was coming for like me to kind of occupy the Alfred role because obviously like my son was supposed to be Batman and it would have made more sense. But that's not what happened. And that's not where we are. And I'm not going to be Alfred. And that's a, that's a terrible idea. Yeah. And ultimately, I'm just not going to be Alfred. And like in two pages, you get that. Yeah. It's like, I'm not Alfred. I'm never going to be Alfred. And that's not going to work for me. Goodbye. Yeah, I can't do that. I can't do that and like good luck and like Batman's Alfred, like, like and like to be fair he's like Alfred wasn't the CEO of a company right like I'm, I'm trying to keep your like house from being repossessed which of course it was and uh you know so like good luck mm-hmm. and uh so it, by the way we also get a couple of things we've never seen before one was the Wycliffe like scene mm-hmm. uh two was Batman on a cell phone yeah like having a personal call I've like I don't think I've ever seen Batman go like, give me the phone yeah. And they go like, hey, honey, what's going on? Like, in the bat suit? I've, like, I don't think I've ever seen that before. And, like, under like on, on a bad day, I'd be like, this is a disgrace. But instead, I'm just kind of like, who gives a shit? Like, it's just kind of goofy. But no, I like it because he's like, he he knows that he may not be able to get in contact. So he's like, I'll just that. use this device that well, he's like, bridges people together. He's like, your daughter's with him? Yeah. With her? Just well, quick, give her the phone. Yeah. Give it this. Essentially, like, Catwoman is, you know, they have this conversation and it's, for, I don't know if you, you got the same read as me, but, like, when I read it, uh, you know, this is supposed to be the sequence that, like, suggests the cover, where it's like, the relationship is over. Yeah. I didn't read that from this conversation at all. That, like, it was more just, like, he's worried about her and she's sad about how she, like, inadvertently betrayed him. Right. Well, but no, at no I, point I, did I see Batman being like, it's no, over No, 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 no. I think that this page this particular page is meant to indicate that it is supposed to be over and that's why she gets upset like i think it's supposed to be she thinks the next thing that's coming is that is the breakup yeah but it's like but it doesn't no because of course not because batman's not in that mental state he's like no i'm not gonna do that no instead he just apologizes right which is like Like, really cool he's like it's my fault yeah which is like completely cool and like earned yeah. And I guess... But he's also like, I get you might leave. Right. And like, I guess run. that's his way of saying like, well, it's, it, it, it's, she wasn't expecting him to do that. So now she's like, well, sh- what do I do? Yeah. And so she does leave. But like, I don't think she leaves. No, she doesn't leave. No, she does. Cause she just, well, she leaves. Be- well, anyway, <laughs> Batman, of course, like is upset as is seen by him punching a window. He punches a window like a freaking 16-year-old boy. Like, meh. But it's like, it's cool looking. By the way, it's all like silly-ass stuff. Like Batman being like, I love you. <laughs> on the phone. And also like punching windows because he's mad because his girlfriend's like not like giving no, him money. No, he's mad that like everything's out Everything's of, like, falling apart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that, also like, he lost his billions of dollars well, in his house like, and I Alfred's re- dead. Like, I wasn't paying attention and this is really like, I should have, like, right, what, what am I like, doing with my life? Right, exactly. And, um... But, like, it looks cool, and it's earned, and it's part of the character, and I'm fine with that. 
Uh, so Batman's like, I gotta go. Even though my like, you took the sword out of my leg, and I'm gonna, die, and I'm gonna lose. I don't have feeling in my out. leg. I'm, I'm like, let's just like, I'm bad at this. Bye. Yeah. So he goes to the to take to where Selena is, and she's gone. Yep. So she did leave. No, she didn't. Well, the, what they because of the the indication that she was kidnapped. Yeah. Because she wasn't kidnapped. No, I think she was. I think Penguin came and took her. Oh, that's right. I thought that she left before she could be kidnapped, but no, she brings him to the he brings her to the iceberg lounge yes. and reveals another amazing yeah, that's what I'm sequence. Saying. She didn't leave. Like it's you're meant to think that, and Batman's like, "Oh, she left." Yeah, and then it's like, and then the Joker's gang shows up, and they're yeah. like, "And there's hey. another cell phone." Uh, and then Joker's like, "I have a phone too." And since I and I like, it's funny because like he's like, "I can afford one now. I have all this money. I have all these minutes." I I um, we have danced around Joker knowing who Batman is. Yeah. Since the Snyder run. Mm-hmm. I mean, since before that, but like the Snyder run is really, like the Snyder Capullo run, that was nine years ago, was when wow. we like really indicated like Joker probably knows who Batman is. Pretty much knows who he is. And this he's like, hey Bruce, it's me. Like, I know it's you. Like, we're done. I'm done with that. We're not doing the, 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 I know I'm in your cave and having a final showdown, but I could conceivably not know where my, where this cave is. Like, this is just, no, I took your money and lol. Uh, but the Joker gang's there. They FaceTime with Batman and Joker, and he's just like, "I have such plans for you. I have such sights to show you." But like, props to this goon for like knowing when to hold the phone vertically and then turn it, yeah, rotate it so that you know you can get punchline in there. Yeah, because punchline is of course. He at- does, this guy does not want to die. He knows. Yeah, he's no. like, oh, hang on, oh, 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 oh. this is my job. Yeah, but uh, they've got Lucius, and he's just like, "Get out of there!" And, and and essentially, Joker's like, "I don't want you to bleed out and get hurt. I want you to go get help because." I need you fit. Yeah, for I what's need you coming. To leave. Yeah, so get out of here. And like he, like you know, if of course it's a crime of opportunity. If I if my goons shoot you, you'll die. But he does the equivalent of like a person taking a a, a pot and a and a wooden spoon and bam, 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 bam. to get the raccoons away. Yes, out of your garbage. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So Selena wakes up, and we find out that when there's a Joker, whenever there's a Joker event, all the villains go to the Iceberg Lounge and hide. That's so funny. Yeah. They're like, oh, okay, Joker's having a meltdown. Yeah. Oh, jo- oh, it's another Joker story. Well, let's all leave. And it's just like, that's so funny and like completely understandable. Because yeah, like what is Jervis going to do when yeah. Joker loses his shit and wants to take over Gotham? Also, I like that they were like, no, Penguin didn't die. Um, well, yeah, no, he's getting better. But Penguin is like, he essentially kidnaps Catwoman, but not in a malicious way. In a way where it's like we're professionals, we're friends here. Yeah. Like, and, and but he's and, also like, I know you really have been on the side for a while. You're right. But he wanted a little info. I yes. think that was part of it. He's like, she's gonna have pieces I don't have, and I need them. Of course. So, uh, so then Batman has this like internal like kind of dialogue with Alfred, like in his head, where he's yeah, like, "This is by the way, the second half of this book is where I was like much more on board with the art." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the fair. first part. I was like, "Oh, the the whole." The flashback story. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's unremarkable. It was like, there was nothing really, like, to write home about. It, it just, serviced the story. It wasn't, I didn't think it looked bad. I just thought it was, like, I it didn't, didn't really service the story. No, like I said, like, I don't, I didn't feel that the moments depicted in the panels matched up with what we were learning. I agree. Um, I don't really particularly like this style of art myself. I don't either, but, like, there is an effect, like, right at the end that I, I'm like, is just, that's, a, that's, that's a, like a baller cover. It is, but I have to keep looking at it, because I'm like, what the fuck am I looking at? It's kind of what am I looking Who at? Who cares? No, what am I looking at? What are you, what are you looking at? What, what is this? It doesn't. It's awesome. Is it? Is it? Is it interpretable? Is it in his mind? What, what, what am I looking at? It's cool. 
No, but like it's supposed. Okay, so Batman has this whole thing where he basically he's bleeding out. <laughs> right. So he's having a vision. Why isn't Batmite? Because we know when Batman's having a, like a trip, he freaking sees Batmite. But like, essentially, Batman renews his vows. Stabbed in the leg. By in year one by a hooker, yes. But in the same thing. That's the vow. I don't know. It, it felt kind of hokey, but I'm also like. Sometimes you need a little hokey. I I'll feel take like it. I think that's what Tynan's trying to do is just get us back to like well, what people Batman think again. of as Batman. Yes. And then like we could go from there. Absolutely. Um, but I, I I I enjoyed it. Again, I was like, what is what? But it's not a bat. Like there's no bat that comes. Like there's no it's, metaphorical it's interpretation. or it's interpretation. Uh, but like, yeah, now that I realize like the leg thing and like, oh my God, yeah, you were doing the whole thing the whole time. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, it's, if you, if you're like, yeah, my, I like my Batman to be like punching rapists and stuff like, well, then you're not going to enjoy this. It's, it's about Batman. Like it's about time and fixing Batman. Right. Well, I mean, we did have him detecting earlier. We yes. had him like, you know what I mean? Like we're getting, we're hitting the notes of like a more classic Batman. Yes. Right, right, right. And also, Tynan's like having fun he is. because I think he, I think he, it, the Tynan that wrote these issues thinks he's getting shit canned. Yeah. By issue one hundred, so he's like, ah, here's Joker, on the, here's Joker facetiming Batman. Like, yeah. It, it, here's a katana that comes out of your utility belt. Like, whatever. It, it's a lot of fun. Here's the Bat Train. Yeah. Here's the Bat Train. Bat Train. Yeah. Uh, Joker knows who Batman is. Screw you. Whatever. Uh, it. it I, I'm. I'm really enjoying it. It's there just silly fun. Uh, just for me tube says I just wanted to say you guys helped me through a lot as weird as it may sound I open your videos and feel like I'm meeting old friends every week that's pretty nice I like your name just for me tube that's fun um, thank you man thanks for thank hanging you. out with us and, and for, for this long and and, and and having this kind of uh, relationship with us uh, Daniel Romo says Wade's Daredevil helped me cope with my depression it was good it was a good it was a good run Wade gets Daredevil Nice. Um, well, Wade gets his Daredevil. You know, Wade did a run of Daredevil, like, back in the 90s? Or 2000s, I think? Uh, Paul Baker, oh yeah, about the year one, the Generation Zero one-shot was released in the flash-forward paperback, and according to Zero Year, is now canon origin, even though that doesn't line up at all now. Yeah, no, because it was going to be in G5, or, or 5G. Uh, no. Yeah, no, don't worry about that. <laughs> No, the zero year origin is the is the new fifty two origin. Um, Paul Baker, or it will be after Death Metal. Um, I don't know what he's referring to. One of these will be after Death Metal. I don't know. Uh, Super Pooper says I was so confused by the last page of Batman. Is he smiling? Did he heal? I love the issue though. Yeah, his. his I think it's more like. No, I think he's got to go. He's got to go. Remember, his plan is to go find Leslie and get himself fixed up and like. Yeah, get no, her but safe. in the in the page, his leg has no blood on it or any oh, wound. Like, well, it's raining hard. No, the 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 thing he put on the leg is gone. So I think because of the image, it's like you're seeing an ideal. Batman. I didn't pay attention. It's to like, that, like it's, it's like a glimpse of the future of Batman. Ah. Or or what he's planning on. And Batman. it's a red bat, so it's a Batman Beyond. Oh, Batman. Why not? Uh, Super Pooper said that, uh, but yeah, I love that too. Did he heal? Not yet. Uh, Michael Darnell, spoiler for Detective uh, Mr. J, resurrects March as Talon. Okay, that's what that story's gonna be about. I'll never read it, um, but that's cool. Well, I mean, like, it's just, like, coming at him from another direction. Yeah, like, why it's not? It's gonna go all out. Yeah. All in. And hey, maybe we'll find out if it's really his brother. I don't know. <gasps> Ooh. Um, but you have one more. Yeah. Before we get to the last one. Um, Ghost Rider number seven came out. <laughs> 
Yeah, Ghost Rider. That's still a book. Written by Ed Brisson with art by Aaron Cooter. Like, I, you know, it's funny. I started lukewarm on this. Like, issue two, I was like, hey, this should have been issue one. It was kind of having fun. Yeah, yeah, they, they make a callback to Heart of Darkness. Yeah, yeah, I remember. This is Heart of Darkness 2, the conclusion to that. Yep. This issue felt so, we just need to get this issue out of the way. <laughs> and, like, what? That's like move how on it to sounds the next every thing. issue is. Like, literally, this issue just is like, let's just let's just deal with the crap we have to deal with. Because, like, remember Doctor Strange shows up. We got Doctor Strange in this. Wolverine, Punisher. Punisher. Mephisto's there. And Ghost Rider's something else. He's the spirit of something dumb. He's the spirit of, uh, oh, I want to use the word corruption, but it's, yeah, it's, it's something not like that. that. It's Danny not that. Danny Ketch is the spirit of whatever the fuck. Um, but, like, so we have Danny Ketch yes. and Johnny Blaze. We got two different ones. And it turns out, like, Mephisto, like, Johnny and, and Doctor Strange have a big fight. Mephisto was like in his ear, like, you know, he's lying to you. He's lying to you. Mm -hmm. And it's like almost like Illuminati for Steve all over again because he is just trying to stop Johnny because he's right. But he, you know, he's just saying all the wrong things. Yes. And like not really proving his own point there. But it doesn't matter because like the, the, the B team shows up. It's really the A team, I guess. Yeah. Um, but like the Heart of Darkness team shows up and they're like, cool, let's do this. And, um... Do what? To take down Johnny because, like, what strange like reveals to Johnny is that like his like damnation stare. Yeah. Is isn't just sending the demons to hell. It's like some part of them is infringing on to Johnny, <sighs> and so like, so, like that's why coming more demonic. That's why he's acting so crazy. Is that like it's not him, it's them. Like, and we gotta fix that. Ha ha ha. Okay, all and right. Literally, remember Lilith. Yes. Lilith's in this. Yeah, and they, all, they changed her whole design and everything. Yeah. yeah, she's like, she, and she's using the orb, and there's actually like a really, like, the orb is kind of one of the best parts of this, because the orb is like literally there against his will, and there's like a spider hag demon witch. Okay. Like, with her hands in his eyeball. Eyeball head? And like, he's, all he, he just has like, like a couple of lines where he's just like, please stop, it really hurts. Ugh. Please, please stop doing this to me. <laughs> I'm like, that is messed up. That's awesome. Um, he's not. He's not saying I'm watching you. No, he's just. He's just in like horrific pain, and he doesn't want to do this anymore. Great. But like Lilith's like, hey, you bring that either head of Mephisto or Johnny Blaze, and like I'll give you a, like a seat at my like, my side here. Right. So like all these demons show up, and so like Doctor Strange um, is like, you know, knocked out, kind of like where he's just like, oh, I need a minute. Yeah. So like, Danny fights Johnny, while like. You know, the others fight demons. They're like, we gotta keep Johnny safe. Yeah. And I guess Mephisto too. And so they do. And like... Oh, they do it? Yeah, they totally do. And like, Johnny totally is like kicking Danny's ass because Danny catch. <laughs> and then like immediately, like, there's like a point where it's just like, and now is the point in the book where he'll stab Johnny in the heart with his sword. Yes. And so he does that and like is going to kill him because he's like overpowered by the power that he has within him. Naturally. And, like, Wolverine stops him, Doctor Strange goes in, and, like, pulls the corruption out of... So he's the spirit of corruption. No, 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 he pulls the corruption out of Johnny. Johnny. Like, all the demon corruption. Oh, okay. He still leaves him as the spirit of vengeance, and then he's like, thanks, guys, thanks for helping me. Does he look like Ghost Rider again? Yeah, he does look like Ghost Rider again. Oh, yeah, he does. Okay. But like, regular Ghost Rider. Yes. Um, but he's just like, I got still, I still got stuff to do, and I gotta go, and, like, he, like, thanks them, but not really... And then he, like, takes Mephisto and leaves. He's like, I got stuff to do later. Okay. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, next, the city of the dance. And I'm like, what the hell's happening? But if you kept going, <laughs> there's the rest, there's, like, the like the PS to the issue. Okay. Is, like, 
I think it's back at Johnny's bar. Right. Like he shows no, up. No, it's Danny's bar. No, Danny's bar. Sorry. We're back at Danny's bar and like Danny's having a conversation about like, oh, that was all crazy. And like, we got to get prepared because Lil is blah, blah, blah. Oh. And he opens the door and Blackheart's there. And he's, <gasps> Yay! Blackheart's like, hey, you work for me now. Hey, I was supposed to be in this. But like literally it's like they were just like, let's get those crap. Let's get Blackheart. Blackheart. I mean, good. Blackheart's great. But like, I guess that's it for like Wolverine and Punisher being in Oh, this. yeah. No, oh, by no, the no. way, Mephisto has a moment where like he's watching like Frank kill a bunch of people and he's like, You'd be a really good ghostwriter. He's like, well, I will. I will be a ghostwriter. <laughs> I'll be a great cosmic ghostwriter. He's like, you would. Be I like a- it outside of Kate's influence. Just the idea of like, you'd be a good ghostwriter. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, that, that could see this working. Oh yeah. Just- or just like, I would. I would have taken that. I would have loved uh, Mephisto sidling up, being like, "Love your work." Right. Um, that's fun. Like it's fine. It was just so fast right for this whole like plot of being like you Especially know something's been wrong like, with what? johnny it's been like six months since the last time we i know edition, i know so. i know and like it's just like a big fight sequence and it's so weird to do heart of darkness and then at the end have blackheart show up yeah when he was such an intrinsic part of that right to reference that and then be like no we're gonna bust it up and like i don't know wolverine and punisher are gonna be back I, I don't see that happening no um no i think it was just a stunt yeah at least this time, Danny didn't run away. He didn't leave. Oh, yeah. At the end, it was Johnny. Yeah. Johnny pushed him over into garbage and laughed at him. <laughs> but he's still not a spirit of vengeance. No. It's, okay. So. Oh, is he, is, he, is he still the spirit of what bullshit? Or do they get... Yeah. No, okay. he is. Yeah. All right, fine. And Lilith's like, okay, well, like, nobody got... Like, nobody did what I needed them to do, but whatever. <laughs> I'm still doing my thing. Well, I'm still in the book. I'm still doing my thing. Okay, I Lilith. guess. Cool. She literally has one of her minions, like one of the, her ladies there, and she's like on a little moped, and she's just like watching. She's watching the whole thing. Oh no God. one notices her. That's weird. I'm like, this is so weird. That's weird. I don't know. It has its highs and its lows, this book. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the Mephisto Punisher thing was kind of fun. That's great. <laughs> That's weird. Frank doesn't even acknowledge him. No, uh, Frank would not want to <laughs> talk to him. Uh, Louis Lombardi says, Jeff Blanchard versus Aliens. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I would be down like Deadpool as well. Yeah, Deadpool versus Aliens and Jeff the Landshark is the Jonesy character. Yeah, I'm just, I'm glad that, um, I, I don't want to do like Deadpool versus Predator. Yeah. Because it's silly, but like him versus Aliens is funny. Because yes. it's like he knows he can't die, but it's also like terrifying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Irish Tart 92, I guess I'm reading Spurrier's Hellblazer now. Thanks for the recommendation. Oh, sure. Also, uh, Batman Universe and back issues were so joyful. Uh, so thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you dug it, man. Yeah, that was a fun episode and a fun book. Uh, yeah. Batman Universe. Read it. Uh, Kenneth Dowling, is there a trade paperback for the Australia Outback issues of X-Men? Yeah, it's the prologue to Inferno. It's in the link description. Or it's in the description right now. It's in, not the description. It's in the chat right now. So check it out. It's on Amazon. Nice. Um, so that's that. All right. Uh, so Deceased Dead Planet number one came out. Uh, this is, of course, from the same team of Deceased Is this proper. the actual sequel? This is the sequel series. Oh, I should have I read this. <laughs> uh, Tom Taylor, Trevor Harrison. Uh, yeah, this is no no more tie-ins, no more spin-offs. I mean, they're still happening. But also this. Uh, and it's like just if you only read Deceased, mm-hmm. this is the sequel. Okay. All right, let's do this. Um, essentially, I won't even—I don't want to ruin it for everybody, but like everyone's on Earth too, they're having a good time. John has survivor's guilt, and so he's just been drinking. That's, at that's the, just him. Yeah, 
Uh, he's been drinking at the Oblivion Bar. There's a great scene where Zatanna's like, you can't stay here and keep drinking by yourself. And he says, oh, but I'm not. And like, there's this beautiful sequence of him drinking and like, you see an image of like the bar and it's empty and then like it's him with his memories like sitting around him it's the ghosts of the ghosts of those that uh... yeah people that he is almost certainly responsible for killing um they th- it was in that great time yes actually. uh essentially cyborg uh you know wonder woman cut his head off at the end of the last story um he didn't die mm-hmm. and he sent out a uh like a message that said like justice league come help me He's an idiot. And he continues to be an idiot. Like, instead of saying... <sighs> he does send out a message and we find out what that is. But, like, anyway. So, uh, we're on Earth 2. The, you know, the younger generation is now the Justice League. John's Superman. He's got a different costume. Um, you know. Uh, Dinah is... is uh, Green Lantern? Yep. Green Canary. Or green, is she really Green Canary? That's what we've been calling her since the episode. I think that they're calling her that. Okay. Uh, you know, Damien's Batman. They're dealing with like what is what essentially they're dealing with like an antagonistic alien species. That looks like the Joker kind of, or yeah. a jester, I should say. I should yes, they do look like jesters. Um, it's basically just like a, a like a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, listen, we're not here to like encroach on you. Like we're new here. Right. Uh, Lois Lane is president of Earth Two. <laughs> Alfred is like the first butler. Uh, the and. Essentially, they don't like they got they got the ping. Cyborg called, and so John's like, "I gotta go," and Lois is like, "You know, okay." No, you don't. Yeah, she's you don't. She's like, "Why?" You have to go clean your room. Right. What you need to do. No, she calls him Superman, and he's like, "Stop calling me Superman," and she says, "Stop earning it." Great lines like that throughout. That's really sweet. Um, Green Arrow's like, "Okay, let's go," and uh, you know, Green Green Canary's like, "Don't go." You just shoot arrows. I don't know how a boxing glove is going to help you. Right, like, just don't come. And he's like, you and me. You know, I killed killed Aquaman while he was riding a Kraken. Like, she's like, yeah, you tell everybody that. (laughs) She's like, well, at least take, like, the God Slayer sword we made. So he brings the sword that's, like, forged by the, you know, by by the underworld from Themyscira, infused with with kryptonite. So they just go, like they take a ship and they go to Earth mm-hmm. and it's quarantined by the Green Lantern Corps and uh, the Green Lanterns are just monitoring Superman who is still in the sun, absorbing the sun and like just biding his time, getting more powerful and draining the sun. So Earth will eventually be dead. Uh, then. <laughs> that sucks. That's a, that's a sucky beat. It sucks. Like just like they're like, well, any minute now Superman could burst out of the sun. Yep. So either I'm doing absolutely nothing or I'm going to die. Those yes. are my two possibilities for the day. Right. So they're just kind of hanging out outside of Earth's atmosphere. And then there's this there's this surge that's blasting from the Earth's surface that comes at them. And the Green Lanterns throw up a shield. They try to block it, but they can't. And it smashes through and it's Crypto. Oh. Yeah, they left Crypto by accident. How do you leave Crypto by accident? They were in a hurry. So Crypto finds John, and now John is with Crypto. How has he been, like, surviving? I don't know. That's cute. Uh, So Crypto's part of the team. That is so cute. Yeah. Where's Streaky? Yeah, right? He's asleep. He's in Candor. He's tiny or something. He's asleep somewhere on a rock. Yeah. (laughs) A warm, sunny rock. So they're on Earth. The team gets there. Uh, Cassie finds... uh, Wonder Woman's lasso. Okay. Of course, last time we left Wonder Woman, she was still alive and she 
ripped off Cyborg's head. Uh, they pick up Cyborg. Um, Wonder Woman attacks. They're just like... It was bait. Yeah. And Wonder Woman kills Green Arrow. Uh, oh. Yeah. And so that's that for Green Arrows. It just, it's really sad. Uh, you know, Dinah, of course, like, attacks, you know, Wonder Woman. Uh, meanwhile, John was trying to communicate with the head, and he's like, oh, shit. And so Dinah's going to use the God Slayer Blade to kill Wonder Woman, and John jumps in the way because he's like, no, please stop. And <gasps> so he gets stabbed through the shoulder by it into her. Like, so Dinah impales John into you Diana. Pull, you can't pull that back out now. Right. And he says, no, the, 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 the beam, the, the, the code from Cyborg is that there is a cure. So now we've got the racing clock. We've got to save John because obviously he's infected. Like, <laughs> so there you go. That's the key. That's the, that's the hook. Yeah, but like, I mean, to be fair, from, from Dinah's perspective, uh, that cure ain't gonna fix Ollie. No. Well, no, Ollie is turned. Oh, is he? Oh, okay. I thought she like... No, she didn't kill him. Okay. I thought the image was that she was like... No, it all, it all <laughs> happened too fast. Okay. But yeah. Then that's fine. So, there you have it. All right, that's fair. Yeah. It's, it's good stuff. Um, I've said it before, I'll continue to say it, uh, I, I just really enjoy Deceased. I don't know why, like, I don't know why, because I'm not a big, I'm not the huge, I'm not the world's biggest zombie movie fan, um, I don't like bleak stories, uh, you know, and we're not dealing with characters that are all my favorites, and, you know, and yet, uh, there is a cohesion, a consistency of the fact that Tom Taylor writes all of it, mm -hmm. and, it only adds to it. It doesn't detract. It doesn't try to, uh, like, uh, do something new or different. It doesn't mm -hmm. try to, like, undermine it. Well, I hope it doesn't. Because, like, I thought that first book had such a strong ending that, like, if they didn't go any further, it's just, it's it would just be fine. sad. It's just, it is just a sad ending. Right, but it's not bleak and miserable. No, because well, there is, they still, they still don't die. They don't die, but the misery is that they could fix it. I'm like, that's kind of cool. I dig that. Yeah. I, I like that darkness. That's, that's, that's horror. That's a horror movie. I just, ooh. I know, I don't like that. Or, or if I, <laughs> I like the idea that we could go back. Like, for me, it sucks when Freddy comes through the window and kills the mom at the end. It's like, screw you. Like, we, you, we beat you. That's sequel bait. That's not a story. Yeah. Um, so, but but for whatever reason, Deceased in every incarnation, and I've read all of it, uh, is great, and I just enjoy it. Um, and so for this to be like a true sequel to Deceased, it's like, finally. Yeah. Even though it's like, we've literally, there hasn't been a year that's gone by where we haven't had a Deceased story. Right. There's right. almost, haven't been, there almost hasn't been a month that has gone Wait, by. but this is like, truly like, well this is, this is moving, progressing the plot as opposed to filling things in. Right. This is, oh, and each of them has their own plot though. This is just, but this is the taking, main story. But they were taking place during the first Deceased. Yes. None so, of them tell you. So it you. wasn't really progressing the main story. It's just like, oh, hey, no. what was going on here? What well, and I love it because there's a time jump for this sequel series. Yeah. So conceivably, you know, like right now, the weekly series is telling you more about where certain characters are or where they ended up during the evacuation. Unkillables does that too. Um, theoretically, this weekly series could wrap up everything up until this. Mm. And then you can have another 
weekly series that fills in the gaps of the years that were between that's true that and the first one yeah yeah and like i'm and and yeah it's commercial and yeah it's a money grab and yeah it like makes sense to do that from a profit standpoint and yeah i'm gonna read it like <laughs> I, I i rail against corporate comics so much and yet at the same time like if it's good i'll buy it right uh so i dig it and I highly recommend it. DC is just a is a, just a consistently excellent series from beginning to end, spinoff or or or, or series doesn't matter. Uh, Raj Patel says I don't need Super Sun's book because Taylor is already writing one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what this is. Nice. Um, yeah, and you get a lot of that. A lot of character work in this book. Oh, good. Uh, Snorts YouTube says DC, in my opinion, is Marvel Zombies done right. Hey, there you go. Can't argue with that. Um, that's it. So um, yeah, let's recommend some books. Yes. Let's recommend some books. Yeah. Why don't you go first? Why don't I? Uh, apparently there's a free comic book day issue of X-Men number one from Hickman and Tom Taylor uh, with Ibun Coelho uh, or Coelho and Pepe Larraz. Uh, it's gonna, it's a prelude to, to Ten of Swords. If you want to know what's going on, but it also is like, I think it's 28 pages, so it's like a complete comic. So check that out. Uh, Empire number one finally comes out. Uh, I say finally because, like, you know, we had two beginnings of Empire, and they're both issues zero. This is just... Actually, it's funny because Empire... There was Avengers Empire Zero and Fantastic Four Empire Zero. This is Avengers Fantastic Four Empire number one. So... Check that out. It's also written by Dan Slott and Al Ewing with uh, Valerio Schiti and uh, Marte Garcia or Gracia on colors. Uh, I can't wait. I'm really enjoying the series. I'm really enjoying Empire. Uh, so check it out. That cover's awesome. Well, there's a cover for it. That awesome. looks like a Zadarsky or Chip Kid cover. I really dig it. Yeah. I would dig it the most. And yes, I did. and you did. Uh, let's see. There was a Tony S. Daniel cover. That ain't it. John Tyler Christopher cover, Ed McGinnis cover, David Finch cover, Michael Cho, Tom Brevoort, uh, Alexander Lo, uh, Lozano. Uh, doesn't, did, it doesn't indicate which one is which. Mahmoud Azra does one too. Uh, nice. Yeah, so that, came, that comes out. Uh, equally, Fantastic 421 from Dan Slott and Paco Medina comes out. Uh, if you look at the cover, it's amazing because it's an homage to the new Fantastic Four. Moreover, it's an homage to the new Fantastic Four from Waringo's What If book. I believe the cover is by Arthur Adams. Uh, but yeah, uh, Fantastic Four dealing with, uh, with, with you know, some, some bullshit. Essentially, Fantastic Four team up with Spider-Man and Wolverine. I want to read that. That sounds great. 50% of the new Fantastic Four. You got me. Plus, tie-in with Empire. Um, I don't like tie-ins, but I'll read this. Hey, Dan Slott's writing the main series, so it'll at least matter. Uh, Avengers 34 comes out. Uh, again, uh, this has nothing to do with Empire, but has everything to do with Jason Aaron's uh, horribly disappointing series. But uh, I have to know what happens because the last issue, uh, All the Moon Knights. We oh, get to find out. We get to find out where the Moon Knights come from. Who are the Moon Knights? Mm. Age of Khonshu. It's a great band. Who are the Moon Knights? No, just the Moon Knights. The Moon Knights. Uh, so that comes out. We get that answer. Uh, of, so that was Avengers 34. Um, oh, and I had that open twice. Uh, and I don't know if I can handle this anymore. Amazing Spider-Man 44 comes out. Uh, it is a prelude to the Spider-Man event called Sins Rising. Uh, 
Is it an homage slash reference to Sin's past? Yes. There's no way it isn't. Uh, it also, of course, involves Sin Eater, so it's a way of saying, her, her, I'm not talking about Sin's past. I'm talking about Sin Eater, and there's only so many titles with the word Sin in them, so there you go. Uh, the fact that there are centipedes on the cover suggests, is Kindred going to be involved? I would hope. Um, it's by Spencer, with art by Kim Jacinto. Uh, Nick, Nick Spencer has written a thoroughly forgettable Spider-Man series. This series is surprisingly dull and unremarkable, despite it doing some heavy lifting. Um, all the things that are happening and have happened since Spencer took over is legwork. Mm -hmm. And it, it's like moving. You gotta fill boxes, you gotta tape the boxes, you gotta stack boxes, you gotta drive boxes, you gotta unload them. It's hard work, it's shit work, nobody wants to do it, but it has to get done. Spencer's been doing that since he started. Mm. He's been packing up boxes, loading boxes, unloading boxes. I fear he won't ever get to tell a compelling story after he's done unloading these goddamn boxes. Okay. It has been just grunt work, and I'm sure it's been work for him, it feels like work for me okay. to read this goddamn book. Ooh. Not that it's bad. It's just work. It's like brushing your teeth. It's just like, it's, main it's maintenance. I, I want to know what's happening in Spider-Man. I guess I'll read Spencer's run. But like, when it's over, no one will ever read it. It'll be those stories that you have in your long box that you're like, eh, remember, that, remember that Bagley Spider Slayer story? Like, no. Like, you remember, the, like, the only reason why I remember the, 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 the two-part story where Spider-Man fights the puma in the desert with a spirit quest is because it was my first Spider-Man story. <laughs> you know, like, but, like, wh who remembers that? Remember that time Thomas Fireheart ran the Daily Bugle? Like, there are a bunch of eras of Spider-Man where you're like, no one's gonna go back and look for that. Right. That's what this is. And it's just, it's just maintenance and there's nothing sexy about maintenance. But if he can stick the landing with this kindred shit, like know that no one cares about your kid about, about this. Right. And just focus on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's all about like and and part of the thing about maintaining is like efficiency. Mm -hmm. When you're a kid, you know, it may take you 10 minutes to brush, brush your teeth because you have no idea. When you're an adult, it takes you 2 minutes or less. It's whoa. So it's take you 3 minutes. Yeah. Take, tell that to the dentists out there. But, like, the fact is, like, it's about, like, it's about efficiency. I have an electric toothbrush. It's supposed to take faster. Uh, but, like, it's like it, maintenance, it's about paring down the bullshit. And that's what this series needs to do. Mm. Like, th remember that story where, like, with, by Spencer, where Jameson and Spider-Man, like, go, have a podcast? Like, who fucking cares? I remember that because that cover was cool. That cover was great! And that's the only thing that was good about it. Mm. Like, the story itself was... Fine. And you can't afford to sell a $5 comic book with fine. No, that's true. Even though they're only one letter off. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, <laughs> but like if, like, if the story is four issues, that's $5 an issue, that's 20 bucks. Yeah. That's $5 less or more than it would be when I get it in trade. Yeah, no, it's true. I'm sorry, but like you're competing with a lot. Yes. You and, know? And also Subway. Right? 
that no five dollar footlongs are only a thing if you buy two of them that's a ten dollar footlong that's you're a buying a sub you don't foot. want yeah that's a ten dollar two footer <laughs> so if you, if, if you can convince someone else to get a footlong then it pays yeah. then, it, then it's five dollars but only if you're getting two what else is coming out death metal 2 comes out that's right tomorrow tomorrow uh i don't know um, Yay! I got two things I'll mention really quickly so that we can wrap this up. We got some super chats too. Well, I'm so do your recommendations. Now, um, tomorrow, Strange Adventures number three will be coming out. Yay! So I'm excited. Tom King and Mitch Jarrods uh, with Doc Shaner, you know, setting Doing the those. world of Adam Strange on fire. It's so good. It is really good. It's really good. I reread two the other day. Did you? I should probably reread it again. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Um, it's really, it's just, yeah. Yep. The Mr. Terrific stuff is so good. It's just excellent. Um, and also Once in Future number nine is coming out. Yes. So excited. I read that. I was, I was like, oh. I'm so excited. That's great. I'm always excited. Yeah. Also, if you're following Conan and the Serpent Crown, which we were talking about today, whether or not I was or I wasn't, I yeah. literally can't remember. You didn't remember, and that's okay. No one remembered. Nobody knew that no, but Conan I feel like and the I Serpent read... Crown. I don't know. You read the first two issues, I think. I think I read the first issue. I don't know. But I'm just saying, if you were looking for There's that, another is, Conan event. It's coming out tomorrow. Who writes that? Wednesday. Put you on the spot. Doesn't matter. Someone. I was going to say, if it's Zub, yay! No, I don't think it is Zub. I don't think it is either. I don't think it's Zub. I think Zub's doing the main book. Yes. So, you know. Yes, he is. If and when that ever comes out. Because I haven't out. seen any solicitations for Conan. Okay, Google. Google would like, I, I literally had, apparently had a tab open on Chrome for the most wonderful gingerbread cookies. What the hell? I don't know. I haven't eaten any gingerbread cookies since since last Christmas. <laughs> uh, Dan V900 says, I'm still saying that Tom Taylor should take over Superman, who he has stated repeatedly is his favorite character. He understands DC so well. Then give him that Green Arrow Black Canary series. Uh, there needs to be a book just called Green Arrow and the Black Canary, and that's the book. Mm -hmm. uh, and tell you what, Tom Taylor, Amanda Connor, that's the book. Uh, for Superman? No, for Green Arrow, Black Canary. Oh, okay. That's the book I want to read. Uh, Kenneth Dowling, for a while I felt Batman has become a little too tech-based with so much stuff like the Bat Train. In Joker War, he will be stripped of all of that. He will rely only on his detective skills and abilities. I, w I wouldn't focus too much on the Bat Train. I think the Bat Train was just meant to be like a... Her, her. Uh, yeah, he never uses that like, shit. It's just literally Harley making a joke about that and like how I'm being like, no, there's no such thing. There's a thing. There, it is, though. I didn't tell you about it. No. Yeah, that's one of the many secrets I've kept from you. The Bat Train. The Bat Train is one of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot to mention that, like, that's the other thing, is that they're bringing Batman to his basic element. And, oh, like, yeah. They're Iron Man 3 and Batman. And it's like, yeah, that sounds great. I'm in. No. As long as you put it all back. Uh, Dan V. back saying, Remember Kindred being in the first issue and still no conclusion to that story? That's stunning to me and horribly paced. It's not acceptable. Yeah, there's something to be said about, like, laying the groundwork for something where it's just like, this is going to pay off in a little bit. Yeah. We're going to get there. Hickman does that a lot, too. Well, I mean, like, lots of people do that. Like, everyone you know, does that now. Like, Snyder does that. Well, yeah, but I was thinking, like, Tynan does that, especially with, like, everything that was going on Justice League Dark. He was yes. laying the groundwork for little bits and pieces, and, like, we're paying it off as we go along. Yeah, the upside down thing. Like, he fought, they fought him, and then, like, but he didn't die. He didn't die, and then he's like, hey, I'm back. Right. And it's like, I don't go. And they didn't, like, annoy you with his. No. Like, he didn't, like, end every issue being like, I might be in this one. No. Ooh, nope. Nope. Like, they, they, by the time he shows back up, you're, like, happy he's back. Yeah, you're like, oh, crap. We're with this, this, it's like, w with that horrible, absolute carnage tie in story that was like two or three issues it was like yeah. an inexplicable inexcusable amount of issues um kindred is in it and you're like fuck off <laughs> like at this point it's like hey either be in the book or don't yeah but like and 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 like look 
did they set up Gog so that he'll sacrifice himself when Spider-Man's fighting Kindred? Yes. That's not storytelling. That's cheap. Like, it, is it sad and well-executed? Yes. Nobody asked for that. And it doesn't add anything to Spider-Man. Mm. So you're, you're just creating a thing to artificially manufacture emotion. Uh, Kenneth Dowling says, have a good day. You two are hashtag so great. Smiley face. Thanks, Ken. Oh. You too, man. Thank <laughs> hashtag you. Hashtag so great. Hashtag so great. Um, That's great. What you just did there. Exactly. So yeah, uh, from there, uh, we're going to wrap up. We want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. Listen, uh, if you want to continue the conversation and you are like looking for some place to join, uh, you can always join the Discord. Uh, every Friday, there's a book club. You can vote for those. It's a lot of fun. Um, but the Discord is a play, is a fun place. We also have a Facebook, facebook.com slash comicpopofficial, uh, instagram.com slash comicpopofficial for like Instagrammy stuff, behind the scenes pictures. Uh, for the gram. Yeah, live Q&As occasionally. Um, and uh, twitch.tv slash comicpop has this young lady playing video games Tuesdays and Sundays. It's a lot of fun watching. Uh, check her out. Thank you. And thank you for all hanging out. Uh, Eventually we'll get through our own deceased. Right. We're getting there. Yeah, you're doing yeah, you're. What's happening? Oh, it's happening. But uh, thanks a lot for <laughs> good quote. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see you guys next week with another episode. Thanks a lot for watching. Stay tuned for more. Subscribe if you haven't already. Like the video; it helps us out. Uh, and of course, uh, stay tuned for more tomorrow. Live episode of Absolute Comics over on the Comic Story and Twitch. Uh, Elseworlds Exchange. There's a pre-recorded episode coming out. We do so. a lot. We do a lot on Tuesday. Tuesday's a big day. Tuesday's a big day. Like it's, we like we amp up to Tuesday. Yeah, it's I else, get here at like twelve, and then I don't Elseworlds leave until six. And then that, and then Absolute Comics, and then I stream. I usually yeah. stream during Absolute Comics. A little overlap. Because I'm just like, nah, I don't care. Well, what? I'm not watching your show. <laughs> That's fair. I, I love. Few do. <laughs> No, thank you. They like it. I like You're it. You're great. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Betty's great too. Uh, oh, no, I've been like I was because you're here. Oh, I've thank like, you. Yes, yeah. like you're great. Like yeah. No, I dig it too. Betty's uh, also great. Yes, he's a good guy. <laughs> anyway, thanks a lot for hanging out with us. We'll see you guys next time. So long. Bye.